Hey girl, welcome to Fearless and Unleashed, where we'll learn tips and tricks to live our best life. We are leaving fear behind, ladies, reaching our goals, having some fun while being authentically us. I'm Jeanette Sachs. I'm a mama of three beautiful girls, married to my best friend. I'm a wellness coach and entrepreneur. I'm all about living fearlessly, going after those scary business goals, getting fit while eating ice cream, and simplifying life. I believe when we get out of our own way, we become the best versions of ourselves. So get ready, girl, because we're about to change your life. Hey, friend, welcome back to Fearless and Unleashed. I'm Jeanette Sachs, your host. Today, I wanted to do an episode because we're so close to the holidays. I wanted to talk about one of the most important things to think about as we're going into the holidays, which is our mindset and our wellness. Unfortunately, we have the hardest times during the holidays because of get-togethers and things that are going on within our schedules. It's very different than our everyday, and we are around a lot of people. So unfortunately, it is one of the most stressful times throughout the year for most people. We constantly hear that it's around this time where we start dreading being around people, having to go to parties, having to go to get-togethers, and doing things with people that you may not be excited to do. And this can take a big toll on your mental health. It can take a big toll in how you experience the holidays. And so I wanted to do an episode because this actually hits really close to home. I've been through this and I'm a huge, huge fan of the holidays. I love this time of year. I love cooking. I love getting together with my family. I love seeing my kids excited. I love decorating the house and just the vibe, even when you go out, besides, of course, the crazy shoppers, but like just the vibe that everybody has when they're out and about, everyone just seems in a much better mood and joyful and thankful, which is what we should be. And obviously, I know that it doesn't happen a lot of times in different places. But for the most part, that's been my experience is people seem to be more joyful when they're out. And so I just love this time of year. But I did have times in my life where this time of year used to stress me out because in my mind, I would be thinking about the things that were going on, places that I would be asked to go to, events, get-togethers, and unfortunately, a lot of times, I didn't want to be a part of those things. And like a lot of people, I used to force myself to do it, and just like how I would go into it, not wanting to do it because I knew that it wasn't going to end up being a positive, happy experience, that always was the case. I would go to these things, I would go to these events, and then I would leave going, why did I come? And that is the case for a lot of people. And in my life, I had to realize that I had to break that because it was either going to be me constantly dreading this time of year because I was too busy trying to please others and doing what others wanted me to do, being a part of things that others wanted me to be a part of, instead of really listening to myself and going, well, what do I want to do? What do I want the holidays to be like for me and my family? What do I want my kids to remember? That was the biggest thing for me, and I'll share that in a minute, but it was really just thinking about what do I want my kids to remember when they're my age and they think back to the holidays and the things that we used to do? Do I want them to remember them being stressful and people fighting and arguing? Because let's be real, that is what creates stress for a lot of people. It is these get-togethers with family and you are in uncomfortable situations, you're asked uncomfortable questions or certain topics come up and then it breaks out into a fight or an argument and it just can go really, really negative. And so as a mom, 
forget my own wants and needs of what I wanted out of the holidays. As a mom, I really had to ask myself, what do I want my kids to remember? What do I remember when I was little? What was the fun things that I remember from the holidays that I want my kids to experience as well? Because what I didn't want is for them to look back and think, The holidays were always a shit show in our family because everybody was always arguing. That was probably one of the most important reasons why I made changes. And then the other part was myself. I needed to make sure that I had a good experience and that I enjoyed this time of year because this time of year is for us to be with our loved ones. This time of year is for us to be thankful. I mean, we should always be thankful, but it's really when we should slow down, which a lot of us do, right? We slow down with work, we slow down with projects, and we get into that holiday season, that feeling where we can really just take in the moments. But if the moments are negative, what does that do? It hurts us. It puts us into a negative space. So if you are one of those people and you're thinking about the holidays and you're just like, great, I'm not a big fan of the holidays. And if your reason is because of all this thing that I just said, I want you to really rethink that and do some of the things that I'm going to talk about here that really helped me reshape my holiday experience and make it something that I was really excited for. So I'm going to go through five tips that I would recommend you do to help you really figure out what this could look like for you. And obviously, not all of them are going to fit, but a lot of them might fit your life. These are just things that I realized, you know, in anything that we do in life, you guys, no matter what it is, I have realized that the hardest things, the things that feel the hardest in the beginning are usually the things that we need to do. No matter what the topic is, and I have experienced this in so many different things, personal life, my health goals, my business, as a mother, as a wife, things that always felt like, oh, I just really don't, I don't want to do that. That's too hard. It's, It's too much of a challenge to face. Those were always the things that I needed to do in order to get the end result, in order to get to the goal. And so some of these things that I'm going to talk about, they're really, really hard. And I just want to say that because I don't want you to listen to this and go, Jeanette, you are cold-hearted. How were you able to do that? (laughs) It's not that I'm cold-hearted or I don't care or it's more of being very mindful that when you experience something over and over and over again for years and years and years, you have to make the choice at some point in your life to go, either I'm going to keep accepting this or I'm going to do something different to change it. And those changes are hard. They're emotionally hard. Sometimes they're physically hard if we're thinking about like exercise, but they're needed. For the bigger picture of how you want to live your life, sometimes these things are needed. And before I share some of these stuff, because I know how hard they can be, I want you to really think about where you are in these situations, especially when you have to make changes that involve other people. You have to really stop and think like, okay, Are you overreacting? Could it be something that maybe you can change? You can change your attitude about? I shared this on my Instagram and I said, you know, we all have a crazy uncle. And those you just have to roll with, right? If you're going to a party, you're like, great, crazy uncle's going to be there and who knows what he's going to do. Some of those things you're like, okay, well, whatever. Everybody has a crazy uncle. Then you just roll with that. But sometimes there might be some situations, some people that are extremely toxic that you should not be around. And if you have tried over and over and over for years and years and years, and it's not changing, at some point, this is when those hard decisions need to come into play. 
So I'm not saying just cut people off right from the bat. I believe in giving people chances. I believe in forgiving. But I also believe, you know, there's a saying that says, I'm not accepting apologies, only changed behavior. And that is so true. A lot of times we, it's so easy for us to get apologies. It's so easy for people to say what they're going to do. The hard part is them showing it. The hard part is taking the action and you actually seeing the change. So the very first thing I want to ask you to do is to set the vision of what you want your holidays to look like. What do you want them to feel like? What experiences are you trying to create? What memories are you trying to create? If you're a parent, what do you want your kids to remember? What do you want their experience to be? And, you know, just grab a journal and journal out like your perfect holiday experience. What do you want this time of year to feel like? And write it all out in very detail so you understand what it is that you're trying to create in the first place. Some of this stuff might be things that you can do in your home that can prepare you for a specific event that maybe you're not excited about, but you're going to go to it anyways. And if you prepare yourself and you fill your cup with your own things that you have going on in your own home, maybe you'll be able to get through some of the other stuff that you're doing because you're trying to be nice and show up and you just know it's one of those events that you're going to go, you're going to try to make the best of it, and then you're going to leave. So first set the vision of what you want your experience to look like because you can't do anything that you haven't been very clear on what it is that you want out of it, right? What do you want it to look like? Number two is being okay and accepting that it is okay for you to want to make new traditions. I think this was pretty big for me too because I think we grow up thinking that we have to follow whatever traditions we did or our parents did and Sometimes it's scary to go out of that, right? Sometimes we're like, okay, well, I want to create my new traditions, new things that me and my family want to do, but then I'm also expected to do this for my parents or my mother has something going on or my mother-in-law has something going on and so I'm supposed to be there. And then you kind of feel like you can't make your own. At some point, you do have to take the leap and create your own traditions. It is okay. We all grew up. We all start these families. And it is our right as women, as mothers, as wives to create our own traditions in our home with our spouses and our children. You don't need to feel guilty for that. So maybe you need to start your own tradition. Maybe you need to start having something in your home and have it look like that vision that you're setting. So be okay with starting new traditions, things that you're going to start that your kids are going to grow up in. And then when your kids grow up, they're going to start their own traditions. And they might take a little bit from you, a little bit from what grandma did, and they'll create their own because they're going to have that right as well. Number three is to create boundaries. Once you know what your vision is, what you want your holiday experience to look like, what you want your days to look like, you create boundaries to protect that vision. Here's the thing. Boundaries is really hard. I know it is. But once you set them and you are very clear and you put your foot down and you know, like, I'm not breaking these boundaries for nobody, you're going to realize that it's a lot easier to do some things. It's a lot easier to stick to your commitments. It's a lot easier to go through your day because you have boundaries. And here is the thing with boundaries. Whether people want to follow them and respect them, that is not their choice. You don't have to remove the boundaries because someone doesn't like them. You can't do anything about that. All you can do is have the vision of what you want your holiday experience to be like, create your new traditions, 
set the boundaries that are going to help you keep that, keep that promise. And then everybody else, they either are going to respect them or not. You can't control that, but you don't remove your boundaries. So make a list of all of the boundaries that you need to set. And here is the thing. You may need to set different boundaries for different people. Some people may not need certain boundaries and some people may need like extra with like a lock. (laughs) Tip number four is to remove triggers. Okay, so now you have your vision, you have your new tradition of what you're doing, you've set some boundaries, and now say you have an event going on in your home, you have to remove triggers. And some of the stuff could be like, if you know that there's a couple people coming that bring up certain topics, have those conversations before the event happens. Have conversations with people and say, hey, you know, I really want to create this beautiful experience for our family and our friends. So let's just not talk about this topic. Every family has those topics that's going to make somebody blow up. So have those conversations ahead of time. It doesn't mean that people are going to follow them, especially if certain things are going on. And I'll explain what the next trigger is. But at least you can do your part and have those conversations. And if they value you and your experience of what you are trying to create, not only for them, but for everyone else, they're going to respect that boundary right? That could be one of your boundaries is we're not going to talk about these topics. So don't bring them up. And if someone brings them up, just walk away. Don't even engage. So have those conversations with those people. And then the other trigger that I learned is removing alcohol. Now, this might not be an issue for a lot of people, but if in your family or in get togethers, fights always break out when people have alcohol in their system. You know, alcohol gives people liquid courage to say whatever they want and be disrespectful and they don't hold themselves accountable. And I started noticing with parties, not even just the holiday season, I could be throwing a birthday party for my three-year-old. And as soon as people would start getting drunk, they would start arguments and they would start talking about things that they wouldn't bring up unless they were under the influence. And then a whole fight would start. So if this is true for you, then I would remove those triggers. And here's the reality. Even when I removed alcohol, then what started happening when people realized like, oh, she never has alcohol anymore, they would bring their own, which defeat the purpose because then they would bring their own and then the fights would start again. So then what did I have to do? My last tip, which is tip number five, is I had to rethink my invite list. So here is the hard one that I was talking about earlier. If people aren't respecting your boundaries, if you're having conversations and asking people to behave, if you're removing the triggers and they're not respecting the boundary of not having alcohol and then they're bringing it and then fights break out, at some point you have to go, okay, am I just like around a bunch of toxic people that love drama? Because here's the thing. What is the whole point of getting together? You know, we put such a huge emphasis on family. And let me say this. I think family is important. I think that you should try really, really hard with your family members. You should love them. You should forgive them. But I also believe in bless and release. If people, it doesn't matter if they're family or friends or coworkers, whatever. If people in general are extremely toxic in my life, I have learned how to bless and release them. I have learned how to forgive. And these are really hard things. You have to practice them over and over and over forever because they have to do with our emotions. But I had to learn how to bless and release people and accept that sometimes, whether it's family or not, some people do better separate than together. 
And so I had to make some really hard choices and go, okay, why does this happen all the time? Is it me? And then when I would remove myself, the same stuff would happen in someone else's home. So then it was like, okay, it's not me. It's just sometimes people together are not that great. So if people are not respecting your life, your decisions, your boundaries, and all they're bringing is drama and toxic negativity, and it's destroying you more than uplifting you, then you have to make some hard choices. And you might have to rethink that invite list. What I was going to say a minute ago was, this is the time where we should all be together, be happy, be blessed, be thankful that we are together. But if we're getting together and nothing but negative outcomes come out of that, it defeats the whole point. And it goes back to what do I want my children to learn and what do I want my kids to remember about the holidays, about parties, about get-togethers with family? Do I want them to remember the fights that would break out when everybody was drunk? Or do I want them to remember how fun it was to sit together for Thanksgiving and have dinner and share what we're thankful for, what happened in that year that we're really happy about, talk about our blessings, have moments of laughter, like all these beautiful moments that we're creating, Do I want them to remember that or do I want them to remember the other stuff? I chose to make the hard choices and rethink my invite list. And although at first it was hard, extremely hard, I got to a point where I realized how much I needed that. Not just for me, but for my children, my family, my space, my mental health, and my experience. So now the holiday season is completely different. I am so excited about it. I get to decorate my home and I I get to experience exactly what I envisioned. So you go from it being really hard because now you're making changes and you're maybe having to have conversations with people that you aren't really excited about having because you don't like confrontation. You might have to remove some people, not invite them anymore, not be around some people. But then you get to this space where you're like, wow, this feels really good. And you know what that is? It's peace. It's that simple. It's just peace. There's no negativity, there's no drama, there's no hurt, there's no pain. There's literally just excitement, fun times, memories, love. And you realize how important it was to make those hard decisions. Okay, my friend, I hope you found that helpful. And I hope you take this seriously because your experience is what you make it. It's not up to someone else. It is what you make it. So sit down, think about this stuff, and I hope you have an amazing Thanksgiving. I hope you have an amazing holiday season surrounded by people that love you and that you are able to create some amazing memories because you deserve it. I will talk to you soon and I hope you have a good day. Hey girl, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If so, I would really appreciate it if you took a minute to head over to Fearless and Unleashed on iTunes and leave a review and subscribe to the show so you're notified when the episodes drop. Also, I'd love to connect over on social media, so head over to Instagram and say hi. You can find me at Jeanette Sachs or find the link below in the show notes. Okay, friend, go out and be fearlessly you. I'll see you soon.